Have you ever guessed it on a podcast and sort of felt like the interview went nowhere <laughs> and it totally didn't showcase your expertise in a way that will attract new clients or leads? Today, I share my method of taking control back of those guest interviews so that you can craft your interview topics, your questions, the lead magnet, and create stories that are going to help the host guide the interview in a way that wows the audience with your expertise. So let's get started. So hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, <laughs> who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey there. If you have guested on a podcast You've probably had some episodes where you just feel like you're not really being showcased as a guest expert, and you just feel like the interview just went right off and left field. I've totally been there, and I've had clients do the same, um, and I'll give you a couple of examples. So they've either just only asked you questions about your journey, and maybe the conversation goes off on different tangents or they just ask a bunch of completely random questions about your industry in general. And so you never really had a chance to share your expertise or your system or your course or, you know, really your expertise. And it's not really showcasing you in a unique way. And you just kind of feel like, what was the point of that? It's kind of deflating, right? totally been there. But you can take control over that interview and the booking process that sets you up for success, that showcases you as an expert. It showcases your specialty, what makes you, you know, gives you that X factor. It can showcase success stories so that people are like, dang, like she knows what she's talking about. She has this unique expertise and I know what she does. And I know that she can help me solve this problem of mine and help me do X, Y, Z. And of course you want to get more leads and more clients from guesting on podcasts. So I've worked with a few clients do this um, because I, I've just seen it. It's become a problem. And I have a system myself that enables you to, again, take control. So we're going to talk about topics, your one sheet, your questions, the lead magnet that you're sharing afterwards, and how to create those success stories and seed in your programs, your events, services that you have so that you do get more leads and clients. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the topic that you're picking. Now, hopefully you have a one sheet, or maybe you even have a profile on Podmatch, or you have a press page on your website. I have all three. <laughs> hopefully you have all three as well. And so the topics that you're picking, when you're pitching yourself, you want to make sure that they are sexy, that they are specific, and that they're not super general. The host and the audience needs to know exactly what you're talking about and how it's going to benefit them. 
And you want the topic as well to make sure that the host is like showcasing you and talking about a particular topic and not just about your industry in general. So like when I go on a podcast, I don't necessarily want to talk about the podcasting industry on a whole. I want to talk about my podcast guest leveraging system and how to help guests promote their content in a way that gives them visibility, exposure, and gets more leads. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples. So one of my topics is how to create a tracking system that boosts your podcast guesting ROI. If I had how to create a podcast tracking system, people are like, so big deal. What about it? <laughs> How's that going to help me? Um, if you had, you know, tips on podcast guesting, again, it's not super specific on what is the thing that I'm going to learn and how is it going to help me? So you really want to kind of craft that topic a little bit differently. Um, and of course, you know, by me sharing that specific topic of the podcast guesting tracking system, that's going to get the moral why I'm going to be able to talk about that on the interview, but I'm also going to be able to share a lead magnet that I have. That is a guest, um, podcast guesting ROI training that I have. So it's like a natural next step, right? But I'm also going to be sharing the service. It's going to lead in and showcase the service that I have of helping my clients manage guest interviews, tracking, and promoting those episodes as well. So it also benefits me as a business owner, you know, get more business and more leads when it comes to that part of my business. So that is kind of like a, a good segue now into what I just spoke about of that topic is leading people to a natural next step. And that is my podcast guesting uh, tracking system and the training that I have. So hopefully when you're guesting on a podcast, you do have a number of lead magnets that you're using to generate leads from those interviews. And of course, a lead magnet is a free resource in exchange for an email to offer your audience and these prospects so that you can grow your email list. So you'll want to choose a few. Maybe you'll even have to create a couple and that's okay. It doesn't have to be super complicated. And so you want to be able to give a lead magnet that is a natural next step. So I'm going to kind of give an example. So if my topic was five ways to boost email open rates to convert your list, you don't want to offer a lead magnet that's about social media. Total disconnect. It's just kind of weird. You don't necessarily want to um, just simply share your website. One, it's not a big enough hook to make them want to go there. And once they are there, they may got sidetracked and start, you know, going down a rabbit hole and then not actually convert to your e-list. And if you go a little step further and share like a, a free consultation or a discovery call, that might be too much of a commitment for them, right? When, when they don't even know you. So you want to give them like an irresistible offer. So maybe an email success guide or an email creation checklist or an email deliverability training 
which is a natural next step that they're like, ooh, I heard Lindsay talk about this. I want more. I want her system. I want her training. I want her checklist. Whatever that may be, you want that to be the natural next step. Okay, so next we've talked about the topic. So let's go to the next step, which is the questions that you want the host to ask. You want to make sure that you give the host questions so that they know how to guide the conversation that is going to make you look good, that is going to give that audience some really good information that's going to help and serve them. And so I don't know if you've seen this, but a lot of people will have a one sheet, press page, whatever, where they have a list of topics and that's it. So the host is left kind of I don't know what to ask. (laughs) And, you know, sometimes they do research or sometimes they just ask general questions or they just kind of go with the flow and kind of like leave it up to you. But again, you're leaving that interview up to chance. You want to take control over that interview and guide it in a way that helps the audience, helps the host serves you, makes you look like the expert and also push people to that lead magnet to get on your e-list. And so you want to make sure that you are giving them questions. Now I've seen this as well. And I see this a ton actually, where there is a list of topics, but then there's a list of questions and all the questions are kind of like, they're all over the map. They're all on like your journey and your experience, like just random things about the industry and things that you know in general. And what happens is the host then, even though they've picked one of, oh yeah, I want to talk to her about this particular topic, they end up defaulting to those questions because they kind of don't know what else to do. And so they end up asking all of those questions, which guides the conversation. It's kind of like all over the map. And by the end of it, you're left wondering, "Mm, I didn't really get to talk about this. I didn't really get to showcase this result that I gained. Or I didn't really get to talk about this system that I've created that gets my clients all of these really amazing results. And so the interview ends up kind of, it's not helping the audience. It's not helping the host. And it's not helping you kind of drive more business from those interviews. So what I recommend is formatting your one sheet. And I know it's called a one sheet. And so some people feel like, oh, I have to condense all of this stuff into this one little page. And it can be frustrating. I don't care if the one sheet's really two pages. We still call it a one sheet. Mine's two pages and I don't mind. And when other people send me them, uh, when they're pitching to be on my show, it doesn't matter to me if the one sheet is really two pages. So don't let that part freak you out. So when you have the choice of, let's say, three topics, give them at least three to four questions on each topic so that they know what you're going to cover and they feel equipped to be a really good host and guide the conversation. Now, you can even take that one step further. And once the episode or the, the guest interview is booked, you can even say, hey, I know you chose this topic. Here are some questions, 
But here's also a couple little bullet points of like how I'm going to answer that. Don't give them too much information. Just like I'm going to share my five steps. The five steps are this, 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 and this, because that will help them know what you're going to say, how much information you're probably going to give, but they can even say like, oh, I know you have five steps. Like, what are they? And then they kind of know, okay, she's going to cover this step on engaging. And they can be like, can you elaborate on engaging? And they can know to ask a couple of little bit more questions. Feels like a little bit more of a natural conversation. But again, you're going to be talking about those points that make you look like the go-to expert. And it just makes it so much easier for you to showcase what it is that you want and guide that conversation. Now, the next point is is a little bit, not separate, but a little bit bigger. So you can even guide the conversation so that you can give client story sound bites. So let's go into client story sound bites. So you want to share stories on these interviews that illustrate success stories and uh, that you've helped create with your clients. So like case studies, right? You want to share outcomes and results that your clients have gotten. You want to share problems that they have had, your avatar, your typical client, your clients that you have, like why they're coming to you in the first place. And why you want to touch upon those things is so that the audience would be like, oh yeah, that's me. I've got that problem. Oh, her clients have that problem and they help, she helps them. Then I need to go see her. So it makes you relatable and become the solution. You also want to share like your method, your system, your tool that you use, your expertise, what sets you apart, what differentiates you. And then you also want to seed your programs, your coaching, your events, your service, your product, whatever it may be. And that feels like a lot. And some of your, you know, client story or your story sound bites may not encompass all of those things, and that's okay. I'm just kind of giving you an idea of what you want to pull into them. And so do a complete brain dump, get a Google document, share those stories and all those little pieces of them, and just get it out there. It's going to be long, and that's okay. Then you want to condense it down to just like a one to two minute blurb. It has to be concise. And so this obviously has nothing to do with me. I don't do Facebook ads, but, um, and I, I don't necessarily delve into complete email marketing stuff, but here is an example and it's just short and sweet, but you'll see what points kind of pull out of it. So I'm going to read this off because I don't have it memorized. <laughs> so I had a client who spent a ton of money on Facebook ads and grew her list but her list wasn't converting. Her open rates were 8% and no one was buying. I helped her clean her list, create a list hygiene plan, made changes to her email format and emails and emailed out based on engagement. And after 60 days, her email opens were moving to 30%. And after five months, it moved up to 65%. And she was finally getting ROI out of her email list. 
So you can kind of see what the problem is. The steps I did to fix it. And if I had like an email deliverability system, I could have shared that. If she was in a program that I had, I could say she took, she went through my email, blah, blah, blah program and learned X, Y, Z. So it's just, you can tweak that wording, right? And then I said what the result was. She was finally getting ROI out of her email list. So I just condensed all that information. Quick little soundbite. And so super easy. Now, how do you work those little soundbites into the interviews? So you got to think about what are your story soundbite triggers? So this is where you pull it all together. So you look at the topics that you have, you look at the questions that the host can ask, and you think which of those questions is a natural segue into sharing one of those sound bites. And you, so you got to just kind of think about what are those triggers? What questions can trigger you to obviously share your system, but then also share one of those kind of like story sound bites. You can even create a cheat sheet for yourself and be like, okay, here's a question. Here's some of the key points that I'm going to cover in that question. I know how I'm going to answer it, right? And then what soundbite story am I going to share? And you can just print that off. And when you have that interview, just have it on the desk beside you and then read it before the interview. And then you're fully prepared and it just, you know, and you're going to practice it. You're going to do it all the time because you only have like three, four, however many, you know, topics that key, key, keynote, keynote speaks. What am I trying to say? Um, keynote speaking signature. Oh my God. I can't even think, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you have these, you know, speaking topics that you're going to be doing over and over again, and you're just going to get so good at it. that it's going to come naturally and it's just going to roll off your tongue. Unlike the sentence that I just said a few minutes ago. <laughs> I, I, I. So imagine how smooth the interview will be, the killer information that you'll share, how prepared the host will be, and how you'll be consistently seeding the impact that you have on your clients, what your programs and services are, and then your lead magnet that they're going to be like, heck yeah, I'm going to sign up for that lead magnet and you're going to grow your list. So I know that was a lot of information to pack in there. I hope it was super helpful, but you have the ability to control the interview and how you get seen as a guest expert so that you can get higher results and you can attract and convert more clients from your guest podcast interviews. So hope that was super helpful for you. And of course, I did mention the guest tracking training system that I do have, of course. And if you head to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash resources or slash free, then you can find all my resources there in that training. So yeah, until next time, have a good one. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. Your next step, head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you want to leverage your podcast for higher ROI, then get my free podcast leverage system training at leverageyourpodcast.com slash free.